The Lifestyle Show with Tara Lockery-Grant on RTE Radio 1 Extra. Welcome to The Lifestyle Show on RTE Radio 1 Extra with me, Tara Lockery-Grant. If you're a first-time listener, you're very welcome. This is where we feature the best interviews that we have on rte.ie forward slash lifestyle and also in the lifestyle section of the RTE News Now app. We're across Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, so do join us there as well. So what areas do we cover? What do we look at in lifestyle? It's quite broad. It's food, fashion, travel, living, motors, parenting, well-being and health and fitness. So this week... Somebody whose book I've been reading over the past couple of weeks and really enjoying it. I'm not talking about having to sit down and give hours. I mean, pick it up, put it down, which is the real working mum's way to read a book. And it is The M Word by Maya Dunphy. Hello. Thank you very much. Nice introduction. Yeah, well, it's... Oh, it, well, don't make me talk about motoring, please. Tis, yeah. But you've hit me on the book there. That's what the book is meant to be because mums have no time. I'm an avid, or I was an avid reader. And now when I try and read a book, if I get the odd 10 minutes, I wake up an hour later and the book is stuck to my face and I've yeah. read three pages. I forget what I've read in those three pages. So it takes me hours to read a novel. So that's why this book is, it, it, pick it up, put it down. So yeah. I'm not offended by that. It's little short anecdotal chapters that you can read if you do get them, even on the loo. Listen. Well, mums are never alone on the loo, are they? No. It's one of those first ones that I just went, I because it's so relevant to my day to day, I feel, plus also all of us who've been listening to you for years, Maya, let's face it, as a broadcaster reading you as well, have been delighted to go, there she is, you know, since you've been really busy in the last couple of years and it's like you're right back into my ear, you know, and I I just didn't want to put it down. Now, Tell us first of all who is the book for and who the who isn't who who isn't the book for with who my great with my great grandma. Well, that's why on the front of the book the, the subtitle is for women who happen to be parents, okay. especially as an older first time mum. I don't want to be just completely defined by being a mammy, <laughs> and I was I rallied against this when I was pregnant. I was saying it won't change me, it won't redefine me. Let's be honest, it does. It changes you fundamentally, but I still don't believe it redefines you all the way through like a stick of rock I, no. I, have, I have the same sense of humour I still like a little bit of time on my own I miss him when I uh, I'm one of those people who looks at pictures of my son when I'm not like, this is the pumpkin for Halloween but I still I, I'm, I will say it to the day I die I still maintain that we have other things going on yes and, you know those first few months especially as a first time mm. new mum I always I, it's like turning up for the first day of a job and realising you have the wrong qualifications I did the wrong course no <laughs> I have a PhD in nothingness and here I am and you have so the first few months are just an overwhelming fog but then when the dust settles yes you're a mum but you still want to talk to your friends about politics and travel and books you've read you have your time poor so this book is for women who happen to be parents so it's getting all the kind of little rant anecdotes out there that people will hopefully smile and nod in solidarity uh, too but it's also um, you know it's not it's not lecturing it's not advice I, I who am I to give advice I couldn't give anybody any advice on mother <laughs> or anything else but I think if you share these kind of anecdotal conversations, in a way, it's not. It, it's opening conversation is is in itself giving advice because when people start talking, you you hear what other people are it's doing. So I think you feel less alone, big time. And that's the thing with the book. I find that look, you one of the programs, which was the RT two program that you presented, and you were talking about parenting, and you were questioning, you saying, "Do I want to be?" Oh, it was the that family was a, with five million kids. Was that it? was the first one I ever made mm. um, because I, I was, I've always tried to do something relevant to my life at the time. And I was thirty five, newly married, and thirty five was the age that we're told fertility falls off a cliff That's be careful right. women start your engines hurry up and I thought gosh why why am I feeling all this pressure and would it be the right thing for me and now it was a quite a light hearted documentary <laughs> and there were no there was no great answer at the end for me but I looked at different families different relationships and, and how they worked and yeah I met along the way I met a family um, with five, five family million with, kids uh, they had 12 kids there was a baker's dozen 13 that was on the way so wow 13, that's right yeah. and didn't they just make it look easy 
Um, Adele and Paul Moore. Remember that? Yeah, well they're done. Such really nice people. They really seem you know lovely. What? They are the kids helped out a lot. Gorgeous. Their kids. life was not easy. No, they had a minibus outside the, at their house. I made lunch for the kids, and it was soup and about five French sticks all sliced up. That was, I mean, it was, it's it's really it wouldn't be a life for me. No, they made it look. I wouldn't say they made it look easy. They, they, mm. they were very calm people. They were very spiritual people. But, you know, when I saw, when I looked at Elle in, in, in the eyes, she looked tired. She There's did. No, I'm sure she'd say the same herself. She yeah. looked tired. And Paul worked out in Dublin Airport and he said to me, he goes, going to work is a real break for me. Yeah. <laughs> so and I did like the honest, uh, their honesty. And yeah. I think, but having said that, which mum of one isn't tired at times? Which mum of three isn't? And dad. And, and the trouble is we have, uh, well, let's face it, This I, I think the lion's share of, of domestic duty still does seem to fall yes. to women. And he, and I, women, I know we're women, two women here saying this, but I don't women, think no, many no, would it's disagree. It's not man bashing, it's a no. fact. And I think also, and it's something that I'm guilty of as well. My husband has said to me, because you know what? I said, sometimes you really piss me off because you, you give out to me or you roll your eyes about doing stuff. But when I try, I'm doing it the wrong it's way. It. Or you say nothing, do it yourself and then berate me for not doing it's it. It's so and true. I thought, you know what? Okay, I, right. I have to accept that sometimes. And I think, but women just, we just, we get on with it because we think, I'm so tired rather than ask you to do it I'm just going to do it myself yeah and I do you do have to sometimes say let someone else do it let let someone else help be it your partner or your mum or your friend or your eldest child or whatever and if it's not done to your standards let it go yes so when my husband makes dinner for example he makes a terrible mess but now I go I appreciate it thank you and I sit there and watch the mess pile and go God, please, please. but it's nice the gesture is, is, is well intended so you have to sometimes as a woman go yeah I will let that happen I can understand why Gil went Maya please sign. we're signing you up the second you have something to say after Tom Aww. was born in 2015 so you after being nominated hello how did I'm I nearly so forget pleased. that board gosh energy Irish book award nominee yay whoop, whoop, whoop. it's the rather nebulous popular non-fiction category I'm in there with Dustin Oh, um, hang on. Stephanie Preisner. Dustin's already targeting me on Twitter and <laughs> yeah. trying to cast aspersions. He has his own campaign. I heard run. that from the press so conference. Look, made the best bird win. Yay! Classy bird. he's already bird. trying to um, discredit me with all sorts of things. <laughs> when is it on? Day. When are they on? 28th of November. Oh, great. You know what, I'm, I'm so delighted. It's a terrible cliche. I think in Ireland we are genuinely very happy for the people. And I, even the TV awards, yeah, you're disappointed if you don't win. Yeah. But I think we're such a small, we a are. small community. I think we are happy for our peers when they win. Whereas in London, I see it is really quite competitive. Fingers crossed for you on the big night and the 28th. But for anyone who hasn't looked up even the cover of the book or hasn't seen it yet in shops, the M word, have a little Google now, right? Who does your animations? Me? Very... No. You're about the fifth person Are you serious? Somebody thought... I thought you were, had a re- they were deliberately ironic basic stick drawings. No, it's just because I can't draw and I use a really old Microsoft Paint app. I, do you know what? Because I was looking at the cover and kind of looking through and it looked like it was you and I was like, no, there must be someone. You must have got someone no, in there to I do, do a I little... Do hey. I love my money back if I was paying <laughs> graphic designers. Because there is a whole little niche retro ironic make stuff look quite bad that's what I mean no I haven't paid someone to make stuff I just can't draw I'd love to be able to draw I can't draw okay well again please do look them up for yourself you'll get a giggle I did though Sarah because sometimes not only are the chapters very very short five six hundred maybe seven hundred words max but sometimes mums don't even have time to read five hundred words I know so I have the picture going here is in picture form so I try it you know, when I was younger, I was obsessed with the far side and I loved those one frame cartoons. So I'm not nearly that talented, but you have to try and find a way to get the essence of the chapter into one Listen, little drawing. Listen, it works. You know, as a mum, it doesn't matter if you jump from advice to um, bit, bit of humour. You, you know, you can pick it up, put it down. Now, come here. The other thing that came, uh, came, we'll get into the book now in a little bit more detail in a second and what's in there for people. But one thing, I could see it when I was reading. 
So I could see you. I could see little scenarios. I could see a TV show. Are you thinking of anything? I don't know. I think it's I um no I I, I could I, see I a Maya type character, um like a Sharon Horgan type doing instead of doing um what they're doing catastrophe style Maya doing the M word and some form we just I just want to see her. I want to see you the mum on TV. All these crazy lovely things happening. Really loving her child and also see, needing Sharon her Horgan break. Had a series called Motherland. Yes, yes, yes. Which was I I actually haven't managed to see it yet. Yeah. But she's so brilliant. She is so she's brilliant. So brilliant. She is I don't so brilliant. know if I'd be brilliant. I'd say she'd, I'd, I'd say, do you know her? I've, uh, I'd say you'd have a mutual appreciation of yeah, each well, other. I, I have a massive appreciation. I'm, I'm obsessed with Sharon. Well, I'm just, obsessed with both of you. I so I think you should have you a. You need to be in the same sentence. There was amazing. She's, <laughs> she's so talented. Yeah. We've exchanged some uh, chat on, on Twitter, but yeah. I don't know. I haven't actually met her face to face yet. Well, I could see you. I could, honestly, when I was reading this, I was going, I want a Maya in a show doing Maya. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe, no maybe I write it for someone else and get yeah. somebody else to play. Yeah. Um Maya. <laughs> raised eyebrow angry Maya. Seriously, I think there's yeah, something I in that. Has no one said that to you yet? No. What? No, Say what? I've, I've, I've lots of other kind of half things written up. Okay. Obviously. Okay. So I never wanted to be pigeonholed by the mother of things. Well, no, pregnant, sorry, that's true. I was actually asked to do a parenting show. And I don't want to do a parenting show. I have no advice to give anybody. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm kind of still knee deep in dirty nappies and the whole the motherhood uh rhetoric I think I, it is interesting mm-hmm. and it is something I like talking about and well, I've seen it with my friends whose kids are older it does change yeah. so I'm going to embrace it now yes. whilst I'm here in these very young toddler years because mm-hmm. I still have a lot of firsts ahead of me you know yeah. first day of school all those lovely things so I want to keep that conversation going yes you I do think, yeah. come here something else I found really interesting you're a grafter okay and um, I love that expression as well you're a grafter you're a worker you've always been and um, with a great sense of humour and a lot of honesty and I think that's what works for us punters um, who, who are big fans of years so you started back on the road um, back on the road back commuting at when, when Tom was eight weeks yeah, how the be- did well, you do thing. that I'm, after I'm an elective section I'm one of those people who uh, um, is always afraid they'll never work again oh, the yeah. joy of freelance work where you yeah. think oh my god I'll never work again yeah. so my plan when I was pregnant was right well and I actually had I had a book deal with Gil for a different book okay. I was going to write this very clever cerebral book of feminist essays wow. and I was going to write that when Tom was very I said I'll take four weeks off and then I'll write from nine to twelve yes I can see uh, for a few stars grimacing going what you thought you were going to do what <laughs> yeah so after a few weeks I was still barely able to dress myself and <laughs> yes. I thought this is not going to work well a few months went by I emailed Gail in a panic saying I haven't written a word and it's due in eight weeks time and they said look calm down take it, take an extension take a few months more and then after two months I realised you know, I, I didn't even want to write that book at that time. You know, it wasn't. You weren't in the headspace. No, By the way, I would love to read that from you. Um, it, was, it was kind of based on all the docs that I've made. Yeah. I made 12 documents and I've met so many brilliant women yes. who didn't make it on. As you know, when you film this stuff, we filmed filmed 10 times more That's right. uh, content than we needed. So I met so many women with great opinions and you learn an awful lot from other women. So I was going to write this kind of series and each title was going to be a pun on a well-known movie and I would um, really love to read that but yeah, yeah it, was, it was great in theory but when you're exhausted and no. covered in baby vomit no. how am I going to do this so Gil were very understanding they said well look come back to us when you have something you would like to write about great. and then the M word happened so yeah. I said how about this idea yeah. 
and uh, they're delighted great. I'd say obviously because yeah. yeah, of the award and everything else so it's, I like that you know it's paying back for them and it's paying back for you well I, I hope you know. also I think I hope it'll be a slow burn that it's not it's not topical it, yeah. there'll be mums having babies forever um, ever for quite some time ever, to come ever. so I hope if we can the book that people will still be looking at in a couple of years time well, you spoke about something there that thing of the um, oh yeah that, that I liked that one the I remember having all these plans as well I think I remember even um, was it Anya Lawler was talking at one stage and obviously again another um, amazing mum working mum but she and we don't often think of her as a working mum she's just such an established journalist yeah. but she said something one time that she read a lot of Sherlock Holmes books I think when she was when she was pregnant and you know she her evenings she, you, you kind of quietened down and then of course maternity leave came and everything just went out the window maternity leave a lot of people us women even have this myth that we're going to be on holidays oh gosh yeah, yeah. well that's something I've spoken about as well that if you, if you do think that women sit at home <laughs> drinking coffee eating cake and patting around in their slippers having long baths and doing face masks no that's, and I did a thing for one of the papers last week and I said unless you think Unless you've ever stayed in a hotel where the shower is broken, you're wa- you're woken on the air every hour to be vomited <laughs> on, or you've been you've been um, you've been abused on a fruit picking working holiday. Unless you've done either of those things, then you will not consider maternity leave to be a holiday. It's not. And any 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 mum or dad will tell you actually going to work is a break. No matter what you do, no matter how long your hours working outside the home, you always clock out. There's a point where you go home <laughs> yeah. and you've finished work. As a mum, that never happens. And I actually I found being at home, I found it sort of discombobulating yeah. and I wasn't really comfortable with it. No, I, I could really read that, uh, Yeah, what you were saying. I, and also I was in London, I didn't have my friends there. My mum was there for the first five weeks when she went home and Johnny was off. He was in Edinburgh then. And my for what? For the, it was the Edinburgh Festival. I know, but wait, well, how long were well, you were on your own for then? He, Tom was five or six weeks. For how long? Uh, it, was, it, was only, it was only a couple of weeks actually. Oh my God, that's but, very young uh, after yeah, a section. Yeah, not when you don't mm. have, um, I really didn't have anybody and I was very lonely. I was going to the supermarket and pushing him around and, <laughs> It was um, trying to cook kind of nice meals for myself and oh bath. Oh my! And uh, it was very, very. But I'd like to reach long arms over and give you a big hug in that time. Are, I know. I feel that way. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's not. It's not. It doesn't feel cool to admit to loneliness. No. It's, it's, it can feel slightly embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's no, just. It's, it's a fact. It's something that most people feel. But a lot of women yeah. on through the website have emailed me or contacted me privately the website saying, you know what, you've kind of given me permission to feel okay about Good. my situation because a lot of them, a lot of mums are very isolated, I mean, literally and figuratively in Ireland, yes. but they're in rural, in rural um, uh, environments, counties yeah. and villages and they're on their own and they might be, one woman whose husband was a farmer, she said, uh, I've moved away from kind of my tribe and I'm here in the middle of nowhere and I'm really lonely and reading, you, you know, the fact that someone like you can be lonely yeah. in a place like London is so exciting. Like, well, it doesn't matter how exciting it is. I was home with a baby so yeah. it's really no different to be yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Do you know what? That is really interesting and I'm glad to hear that people are, con- were con- are contacting you and have contacted you about that. That's so true. Yeah. The loneliness. And do you know what else? You, the mum groups you talk about and make some mum friends. Um, do you want to talk about that? People that's say that as if it's the answer and they say, well, just go, go, go to mum baby group. So I went to a couple and I don't make friends very easily, Tara. Like a lot of people, I'm, I'm older now. I don't get on with everyone I meet. And if you go do to you a party, not? Whole, well, I you do. do, I, do but I bet very, you you do, but do it's a, whether a, you like them. On a conversational level, yeah. yeah, I could talk to anyone at a party or you at could. a function or, or at a meeting. But someone you want to swap numbers yeah. with and go for coffee is a very different thing. And most people, I think, will, will recognise that. Yeah. If you walk into a room of 100 people, you might say hi to all of them. You might only really connect with 10% of them. True. And just because you've both had a baby, you and someone else have a baby, doesn't mean you're going to have any more in common than a birth story. Yeah. And there's one woman, so I, I made myself go to the mum and baby group and there were all these, and they were pro- they probably thought I was as dull as well. There was, they were perfectly nice. And I sat there, went to, I said to them, hi, how are you? And she told me her name, I won't say her name. 
And you start talking about baby wipes, you're, isn't it one of the best things when you have a baby, you discover baby wipes? I mean, I use them for everything now. My face, baby wipes. really good for furniture, they clean them. Oh, yeah, yeah, brilliant, yeah. Thumbs up for baby wipes. She kept talking about babies for 45 minutes. So eventually I went, excuse me, I'm just going to go and stand over here. I just left. <laughs> I went home and cried my eyes out and went, I can't spend the next six months talking to women about baby wipes oh in a church yeah. hall. I can't do that. Uh, but of course then, I wanna, you You're making me laugh trying. and want to hug you always at the but same time. I think time. lots of people mm. feel that way. They, they go to mum and baby girls and they go, we have nothing else in common with I you know. apart from having a baby. But I think it's important to mm. persist. It's important to try and find some like-minded mums because they are a safety net at a time when you will need them. Yeah. And I found on the street we live in London, I'm here, I'm in Dublin a lot more now, but I'm still in the WhatsApp group for the London mums and they're mm. lovely and yeah. I actually miss them now. They're yeah. really, they're a nice bunch of people. So I did find some Eventually. You you hit the, listen. You hit the nail on the head, and again, I think you're helping a lot of us. Just because we have a child doesn't mean that we are all going to be best buddies. Exactly. Like your child and play dates. That's the, we didn't grow up with play dates. No. We grew up with see you later, be back at t- for tea. Yeah. Don't go into the white van if it does the circles. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And and not being flippant about it, but that's yeah. kind of what it was. So now play dates, everything's set up. Then you have to sit in the kitchen sometimes, looking at some. I I don't have, often have time for obviously I'm working full time, but for play dates. But there's no way I would be able to sit in the kitchen with someone who wasn't my buddy for two hours while my kids played. Well, one of my friends said it to me recently. She had a party for her little girl and she said uh, you know she asked how many people 15 kids in the class but the other mum said oh are we hanging around are you doing wine as well and she said I don't care if it makes me popular I'm saying no drop your kids off We'll have them no. for three hours. Then you come and collect them. She said, I'm not doing wine and canapes for the most. I'm just not doing it. No. Because I don't They're want not, to hang no. out with them for the rest of the evening. No, and also neither did they. Let's call some, a spade well, a spade. She said she's been to other parties where she said it's an excuse for all the mums to get, to have a few glasses of wine as well. And that's different if you like them and you want to do that. But she, she just didn't want to play that game. No. So she just didn't do it. Gosh. And we were talking about school games Sorry, this earlier. This is a nervous off air as well. I didn't know that happened. And the thing, you know, I'm still in the toddler stage and Tom's in crash now. But then it happens again at the school gates. And in a way, it's it's becomes an even uh, bigger thing then because there's there's cake sales, there's sports days, there's, there's parent-teacher associations, True. there's theatre trips. And what do you get involved in? What do you not get? Are you yes. going to get a mum go, well, she does nothing? Yeah. And you go, well, I'm working as well. And, and also, you don't have to get involved. No, you don't. With everything if you don't want Listen, to. Listen, this is a benefit, I think, of being, you said an older mum, um, older than what really, but, you know, um, but oh, oh, sensible, as in that you've, okay, I'll take that back to you. Um, not sensible. And who knows yourself, right? I find that with myself. I know myself now. Yeah. So I know what I want and I know what I don't want and what I can do for my children and what I can't so when you do know that you stop saying yes to every single thing because that can make you as lonely yeah (laughs) and also stop being a people pleaser yes I think when you become so time poor I'm not saying especially when you're working mum because as a stay-at-home mum as well you have have equally little time so I think you just stop speaking. I don't actually and if someone gets offended by me saying thanks but no thanks repeatedly they will eventually stop asking and yeah. they can go oh, God she's a pain in the arse that yeah. one and then we'll all move on. Okay good. And one thing that was funny as well is that that idea that the tide port you, how much of Maya is Maya now? The previous pre, pre-Tom Maya oh, by God. the way sorry and if anyone isn't getting hasn't read as well you, just the opening letter that you write to Tom is gorgeous I think it sets the tone for the whole book it's actually at the end at the end yeah. look at me getting all mine you probably read it first yeah well, and, I, it's, no I read my intro I then my end sincere, the pictures and then the book sincere bits. at the end I thought I want to put I've never put a picture of Tom anywhere in the no, book to me but I put just a the picture two of, of him you. at the back mm. we were on a bus going to get his first haircut and, um, Jesus because it looks like it was a photo shoot you look gorgeous in it slightly depressing Maya but anyway 
But um, I had a picture where I looked really glam and I thought, you know, I'm not going to put it. No, it's not really when people see this one, you look gorgeous. So but go it's on. black and white because <laughs> we couldn't print in colour. Didn't have that much money. Um, but or you would have seen the uh, bag. Only for the cover. In color. But anyway, so um, I thought at the end, I would like to, you know, at some point Tom will read this book. And yes, he will. Jeez, did you hate being a mum? What's all this? Anxiety, yeah. maybe mum and baby yes. grief, crying all the time. So I, he'll probably never, he'll never, he'll never read it. And you said that but too. But I wanted to yeah. put it at the end, a letter to him. Because I actually, uh, when, when, all, when all is said and done, I like being a mum more I than know. I ever thought I would be. It's just That's what extraordinary. I loved, yeah. And I wanted to put something sincere into him. And also, I, I do, I, I think we're raising little ones at a, at a really unusual time it's yeah. an exciting time for kids and young people it's also quite a terrifying time it is and you and I grew up in an area in an area pre-social yeah. media pre-phones you know you could, you didn't bring the bully home to your bedroom at night yeah. on your phone you know and, yeah. and I worry and, and even this the new conversation about consent and about yes you talked you, you about know, that I I don't know how to teach mm. um, my little boy about empathy and about consent. And yeah. I want him to be kind. I want him to be, and I'll do my best. I yeah. think it's one of these things you don't have to do it all in one go when he's 16. Hopefully we will just do it along the way and he'll turn out to be a really nice little man. But um, You summed man. all of that but up. I wanted to put your, all that letter with, yeah. without being too serious as well. And yeah. just saying to him, you know what, you were very, very loved. Yeah. And, um, this is what I hope for you. Yeah, honestly, it was gorgeous. He'll it's, never read it, thank God. That, that's but, what you, know. you said then as well, which is really funny. But he will. And it was, it was really lovely because I just thought it sums it all up. This, you, you know, you, you being my being my humor, fun, big heart, lots of love, a little bit of worry. Oh, it was all in there, wasn't it? Yeah. So, but I go, hope so. yeah, Absolutely. and and going back a little bit, um, the, the 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 we don't get a handbook as you said with this with this parenting thing. But how much of Maya is still Maya now after this gorgeous journey the last couple of years with Tom and pre Tom when he was in, on um, the way. This is the thing. Like I said before, I th- I, it, it's, it changes your life. I don't think it fundamentally redefines you. I have far less time. I yeah. used to do more face masks. That's a thing in the past. Um, I used to do yoga. Also a thing in the past. Um, I put my back out last week. And no. said, you were here six months ago. Have you not started taking Pilates? I went, I can't do Pilates. I have time. no time. Yeah. And I just did, did a pilot recently with this very glamorous... Um, English girl Sarge, she's amazing, and she said, "You know, I'm good to the gym three days a week, but I don't have time." Can you I'm do it on YouTube? Yeah, or like I go home and I start yeah. eating biscuits, and then I go, "Well, I've eaten biscuits now, so I can't do yoga, so I'll just watch telly instead." So I asked, I need to give myself a kick up the backside as well. So I'm very tired. I didn't poor. know that eating biscuits meant you couldn't do yoga. That's I would have. I wouldn't well, have got they any. They say you shouldn't eat before yoga. You'll fart. So that's my one. I'm home alone. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but so there's, I'm also effectively a single mum in Dublin because my husband's, I only, I mean, I've seen him twice in the last seven weeks. Maya, I was going to ask and you about that. No. How the, are you doing that? Well, it's not, it's not easy, but mm. I also have an absolute new empathy for single mums. And I hate to say it, I probably raised an eyebrow in the past when you read stories of, you know, the housing crisis and mums with three kids living in hotels and you go, God, it's awful. But I go, no, that's really awful because now I know how I, I'm in an apartment with Tom here and I'm, he's in a crash two days a week now so for the last couple of months. My mum takes him one day a week for me, which is amazing. Um, but I can't even take the bins out without bringing him with me. I know. Because I'm five floors up in an apartment block and I simply wouldn't leave him in there. So there, there have been kind of days where there's a stinky nappy in the bin they go I better take the bins out like put him in the buggy pack him up go downstairs and you can't do anything and there was a day when I went to spa and bought some just milk and eggs and bread and I was so frazzled I left him in the shop and I came home Jesus. put Tom to bed sat down to make an album I went where's, where's my eggs and I'd left them in, in the spa and again I was so close to tears so I had no one to ring so I, I'm making myself I'm totally miserable but the no, point is what I'm yeah. saying is I have a new understanding for mm. it and also but a lot of women who are in very happy partnerships and marriages excuse me, live this way as well I because know. 
it's a really tough time. A lot of people are, they're stuck in a house in negative equity. Their husband or wife or partner is working away. One of my good friends, her husband works in Cork from Monday to Friday. So she is a single mum too, Monday yeah. to Friday. And she has three kids. And she said, it's really hard. And, yeah. you know, she kind of rings me and goes, God, how do you, I, I understand, you know, what you're, what you're going through. And a lot of women are in the same boat. It's, before, it's not easy at all. It isn't easy. No. And before, and again, calling it is really, 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 helpful but I'm very lucky in that it's my choice it yes is my that's choice. what I was about to ask and I could be in London and be lonelier and not be working as much but you know my husband's very understanding and he said look we have to do what's right for both of us our lives are very unconventional and yeah. work is very important to me he knows that and I have more support here so I can work more here yeah. I didn't have it in London if he was older be different not my husband my son <laughs> um, but you know he's only he's only two, he was two last July yeah. I, I don't have I, I still feel he's too young to leave with anyone I don't know exactly very well Come here, so we're finding out have you had any of these moments where and again I think there's one or two in the book where you go to at home you can't go anywhere you leave all doors open bathroom shower everything you have to be seen at all times oh, yes. Rubbing the steam from the glass as you shower, about every with your elbow as you wash yes, your hair. And Tom laughs at me in the shower all the time. It's not good for my already <laughs> fading body. Ah, 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 ah. I go, what are you doing? This is what normal women look like. Come on, give me a chance, coach. <laughs> so you do that, right? And then, um, then you go somewhere that isn't home where Tom isn't there, and you find that you've left the bathroom door open as you're having a wee. Oh, <laughs> great! I've leave, never leave done the, that. Just leave that at me. Neither. Yeah, okay, move that's on. Weird. I have done that. <laughs> And I've also walked because I've pretty much spent ninety nine percent of the time with him since he was born. Yeah, and it's only just now that he's joined crash that I have that I get a couple of days that I can. Well, I'm not. It's not a break. I'm working. But the first day I put him in crash and he cried and I cried. Oh, that's awful. Then I went to work and I was walking um, up Nassau Street and a fire engine went past. And I went fire truck, and there was no one else with me. <laughs> And it's because Tom's obsessed with fire trucks, ambulances, and diggers. And I, this guy looked at me with a mixture of kind of pity and fear. And I just went, Oh, I'm so sorry, I have a baby. No, I don't have a baby here. I just had to walk off. I just shouted, Fire truck. Like somebody with some kind of emergency vehicle Tourette's in the middle of the street. That's great, Maya. It's so good to hear you and to talk to you again. I don't, don't even know did I get to half my questions. But tell me this. It's like watching telly. Honestly, it's like yeah. a, I get to interact and shout, and shout Maya every night again. Like you're shouting fire Stop, truck. say something different. Come here, listen. So, you know, before we move on, there's so many tips. You cover everything from in the book. So you're talking about breastfeeding. You're talking about maternity leave. You're talking about the first six weeks really or first few weeks you're talking about coffee and and getting time and the myths that people have about women and babies and social life and wardrobe and sex to a degree and distance to relationships and doing it and lurgy and and kids bringing home so many things what's next after this I mean Tom is part of your life obviously this is this is Tom Johnny Michael your stepson so what is next what is what what can we expect um I'm I'm Getting back to a bit of telly work, I hope. Good. So I'm doing a pilot that's for TV3 called Heartbreak Hotel. Yes. People going, who've gone through breakups haven't been able to move on from. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And, I have a f- and actually, that's so a good one. It's totally different to this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to do something that's totally different. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't want to be pigeonholed in the parenting. I do think you should do more if you could write something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have, you know. I have this, this, gosh, there's three or four different things in development. Great. But, you know, in development means... They're on paper, they're in discussion and who knows. How do you work the balance? Tom is young, as you said, and you're very conscious of, you know, having the time with him and enjoying it. And then, and then you've got your um, your hubby, but your distant relationship. How do you go, no, say no to that one? And has, has that kicked in more? Oh, gosh, absolutely. Good. And I didn't think it would. Yeah. His work was so important I to know. me. And the thing is, 
that perspective is a great thing yeah. work is still very important yes. and it's financially something I have to do anyway but it is less important and in a way for me I get very nervous it, it has helped my nerves work wise and yeah. that feeling I'll never work again and fear of I, I, I get terrible um, I'm very camera shy believe it or not I know and I get terribly nervous on the camera so that I keep going Tom's home he's, he's healthy so it, it doesn't matter yeah. it does actually relax me a little bit good but I want, you know, I'll do, I have a few more telly things in the pipeline, but I want to kind of keep doing more writing as well. So writing for telly, um, non-parenting stuff, some other parenting stuff. Good. And uh, hopefully keep, just, just keep, just, do you know what, do you know what it is? I've also loved spending time with Tom. Yeah. I don't want to wish time away. Yes. And, I, and already he's yeah. walking and talking. And one of my friends had a baby 10 days ago and it feels like yesterday. And I said, I want to go back and do it again and not be so nervous. I mean, I probably won't, but I just looked. Oh. I was terrified for the first six I weeks. Know. And I look back and go, I want to go back and, and do it again and not be so nervous. I think a lot of mums feel that way. Yes. And they always say when they have their second baby, I know. I'll do it again, I won't be so nervous. And they're not, but then they have a toddler as well. So they can't nap with the baby. We can't relax like we wanted to do the first time around because they got a toddler hanging out of them as well. So I'm also just really enjoying hanging out with Tom. And the Good. other thing, Tom is the first grandchild from my family on my side of the family he's the 10th on Johnny's side and I never anticipated what a big deal it was it's beautiful for my family and my parents becoming grandparents and my sister becoming an aunt or becoming an uncle it has just brought so much joy Aww. and Christmas for example the, like our family are, it's, are quite small my siblings aren't married so Christmas day was five adults around a table Johnny was with his family St. Helens and my mum is so enthusiastic about Christmas and amazing food and so many different options but then by kind of three four o'clock you're twiddling your thumbs going should we get out a board game what should <laughs> yeah. we do and then suddenly this baby comes into the mix and he was only five months old for the first Christmas two years ago 2015 and he just lifted everything Aww. he just brought so much joy into that. and my mum and dad are and my dad who's in his 70s who was an amazing dad but my, my family are very traditional I was a stay at home mom. my dad went out to work he worked really long hours and he was away a lot as well and he said I feel almost guilty so I, I don't remember this phase when Aww. you were kids and I said but dad that's okay you don't have to feel bad it was a different time, time. And I think it's why they say being a grandparent is the best bits of parenting <laughs> but you can hand them back yeah, that's right. he's getting chocolate and going, I go back to him <laughs> and my, it's, it's lovely to see my dad with him it's, and I knew my mum would be an incredible hands on granny and she is Maya I'm really hoping now fingers crossed for you with the book either way you've been nominated and it's absolutely amazing I'm thrilled, but fingers I'm crossed thrilled. for you please for, vote for me yeah. I'm so bad at can people vote please, please yeah so go it's to where 50% public vote and 50% Brilliant. judges which is really fair because otherwise people can have campaigns going and oh that's very good where can they vote um, irishbookawards.ie yeah Google um, Irish Book Awards either way yeah. and you'll get it there and then um, and I will send anyone who votes for me a euro in the post I may, may not do that but well at least you didn't do a Madonna promise I think that's a, a lot that? more decent um, what she promised if you voted remember before for Hillary Clinton no. You're going to have to Google that one. Oh, I can't no, say it on air. <laughs> on that note. I'm going to go and Google that now. It wasn't the M word. I'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Maya. Thank you for having it's me, It's such really a pleasure. Maya Dunphy and I'm Tara Lockergan. Thanks a million for listening to The Lifestyle Show. And you can find out more. Read the interview on rte.ie forward slash lifestyle. And also we're on the Lifestyle section of the RT News Now app and Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you next week. The Lifestyle Show with Tara Lockery-Grant on RTE Radio 1 Extra.